What is going on, everybody? Hope you're having a wonderful Friday, or at least, you know, you're almost done with work. Something along those lines. Hope you're having a good day. Lots to talk about on today's show, including an interesting bombshell uh, indictment on Hunter Biden, which will probably result in absolutely no justice whatsoever. Owen Schroyer, a journalist, content creator, released from federal prison this morning uh, after he was wrongfully uh, put there in the first place, at least in my opinion. And uh, uh, some idiot ran his truck through a Christmas parade, <clears throat> but it doesn't look to be the same as what happened in Wauwato or Waukesha, Wisconsin. It just appears to be your good old run-of-the-mill drunk guy. Um, lots going on, including more data about um, the UNLV shooter and uh, much more. But I will always like to say, start the day with a hearty hello. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you're all, um, you know, thriving, smelling good, being awesome. It's, uh, you know, coming up here, these weekends get a little dicey dicey. Uh, they get a little... Uh, busy with last minute Christmas shopping and stuff like that. Just uh, always make sure you take just a moment to, uh, you know, take care of yourself. It's, it's cold and flu season. Make sure you're getting rest. Make sure you're washing your hands a lot. Make sure, um, you're, uh, not touching any gross people, uh, minimize the gross people interactions. If you can, let's start with, uh, since everyone else has basically already covered this, we'll kind of gloss over it a little bit. We won't spend too much time on it. But uh, Hunter Biden's uh, spending, while he owed millions in, uh, no, he owed a significant <clears throat> back taxes, um, is wild. He spent $870,000 on prostitutes. That is, that is actually mind-blowing to me. I mean, $870,000 on Poontang. Uh, it's a staggering amount. Um, a shockingly staggering amount to spend in a, not only like ever, <clears throat> but for a short period of time. That is a ton of P in the V. <laughs> Bought a lot of porn, and he took out $1.6 million from cash machines in a wild spending spree, which is wild because, uh, I, at least in America, unless you go to your bank, you really can't take that much money out of an ATM. So I don't know where he's going, what ATMs he's going to, that he can uh, pull out thousands of dollars at a time, but nonetheless, he did. Federal prosecutors claim that the president's scandal had son spent almost $5 million on a lavish lifestyle between 2016 and 2019 while failing to pay $1.4 million in taxes in a case that leaves him facing a maximum of 17 years in prison. Indictment is said to be a disaster for his father's 2024 run for president, alleges that he spent money on drugs, escorts, girlfriends, luxury hotels, rental properties, exotic cars, clothing, and other items of a personal nature, in short, everything but his taxes. The breakdown includes $683,000 on various women, as well as almost 
$1,000 on clothes. It also alleges he spent $188,000 on, quote, adult entertainment and took out $1.6 million from an ATM. I don't even know how in the hell you could do that. I think if you paid somebody full time to sit in front of an ATM and pull out $400 at a time, it would be a full time job. Now, 200, that breaks down to 200K in 2016, 500K in 2017. 772k in 2018 and on the exact same amount 772k 548 dollars in 2019 it's curious that it's the exact same amount nobody that's that's seems extremely unlikely the the um the concern to me okay is that this guy who is a crackhead um, had $5 million at all, and he didn't win it from the lottery. The fact that he ever had $5 million to piss away is the issue. Ooh, had to sneeze there. <laughs> he had 500 grand, I'm sorry, 5 million to piss away. By the way, he's paying a lot of money to have sex with, with these women. Yikes. And I, I, the 100K on adult entertainment is basically uh, sex clubs. The president's son also made one-off payments, such as $1,500 Venmo on August 14th to an exotic dancer at a strip club that he attempted to pass off as a purchase of artwork. In his accounts. Oh, it looks like he's getting into trouble with some write-offs. Some uh, unauthorized write-offs. It's really... Excuse me. Some unauthorized write-offs is what he's getting in trouble for. Two hundred thirty-seven. He wrote all this shit off on health and beauty and pharmacy services. Yeah, he probably has to buy a lot of penicillin. If dude's banging that many prostitutes, he's probably got a, a running prescription for penicillin and like genital wart medications. In April 2018, he spent $3,000 was spent on Virgin, Atlanta, Virgin America flights to LA and upon arrival in California, he spent $1,800 to rent a Lamborghini. I mean... You know, the thing about Hunter is he's like a reasonably good, good looking guy. You know, he should be able to beg his own women. I don't understand how he had to pay that much for sex. Like, it's not like he's boogie 2988 where he just can't, you just know he can't get have sex without paying for it. You know, the, to me, I think the, the, the story Okay, the story is um, the story is I don't give a crap about him being a drug addict and pissing his money away. Um, you can go uh, down the list of like people that won the lottery, um, rappers, football players, basketball players, 
all that kind of stuff. I suppose you pay for the kind of sex he wants, Jack Decker says. That's probably true. My guess is he, is he um, hires prostitutes that let him hit him, stuff like that, you know, BDSM stuff that you can't just go out and get as easily. I don't care that he's a, I don't care that he's a drug addict. I don't care that he pissed away all his money. I care that he used his father and put and whatever his father's interaction was or whatever part his father pay, played in him getting that money is what I care about. Um, and I also care about how much of that money was funneled back to Joe Biden. You know, that that's, you know, I think that if you want to change people's minds in terms of how they vote and things like that, you have to connect it to Joe Biden. It, it doesn't matter to me that he's got a drug addict son. Uh, addiction is something that really doesn't care about how much money someone has, who their parents are, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. It doesn't, addiction doesn't care about that stuff. So, you know, I'm not going to blame Joe Biden that his kid ended up a drug addict. I had a lot of friends that were addicts, uh, had dealt with addiction throughout their lives and had perfectly fine families. Um, it, it just doesn't work like that for most people. And so, like, I, if, 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 like, the Republicans are like, oh, my God, look at how degenerate he is, I don't really care. I want to see them say, look at how he funneled 10% to the big guy. And, um, you know, and here's the, here we're connecting dots and we're indicting Joe Biden for being at these meetings and, and allowing, you know, certain profit, profiteering off his name. That's what I care about. I don't care that the guy uh, pissed away all this money on horse. I, I just don't care about that. I care about if Joe Biden is pulling you know, personal favors to keep his kid out of jail because this level of tax fraud, anybody else I would assume would be in prison by now. You know, Having a Hunter Biden's art sale as what was very obviously a money laundering thing. You know? It's it's wild to me. All of the stuff that he did, you know, all the sex trafficking he consumed, all this stuff, it's going to be his tax fraud. It's going to be his tax fraud that gets him. And I'm sure he'll plea it down. But, you know... Joe Biden's bad at raising kids. I, I don't I don't really do that. I don't think anybody who's ever met anybody who dealt with addiction, you know, would make that charge. I think um, you know, yes, bad parents or whatever could lead to, you know, having kids that are more likely to be addicts, but it doesn't always work that way. So you know, will he be indicted? I don't know. Will he actually serve any prison time? No. Facing 17 years in jail? I don't know. You know? I don't buy that. Now, the other thing is, perhaps Joe Biden, um, you know, perhaps Joe Biden's going to have to let him hang out there, let him go to prison and distance himself from him 
Otherwise, he's basically going to be, uh, you know, a boat anchor around the guy's neck for his entire, you know, 2024 election. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, there's an update on the UNLV shooting that I wanted to share with you. This comes from K-12 shooting database on Twitter. The shooter had a hit list, this is according to them. The shooter had a hit list of a spe of specific faculty, 150 rounds of 9mm ammunition, which isn't even that many. You know, it's like uh, 10 megs maybe. Um, and was actively searching the campus for his targets for 10 minutes before police found him. Former students reported he was obsessed with Las Vegas and would lecture extensively about experiences in Vegas that were unrelated to class topics. In a 15-page document he published online, the shooter claimed to have cracked the Zodiac Killer's message and cited being a member of Mensa for 35 years. He also claimed to know the crash location of the missing Malaysian Airlines flight which he declared was hijacked by terrorists. His website linked far-right and anti-Semitic conspiracy theories, Alex Jones, and his YouTube account subscribed to far-right conspiracy content. He also mailed 22 letters to university facility members across the United States. Some contained white powder that was tested and found to be harmless. Why wasn't he... He mailed people white powder. Like, I wonder if he did that during, uh, you know, I wonder if he did that. Uh, appreciate you, Rumbold. Uh, I wonder if he was doing that around. Remember when that was happening? Like, when was that? Was that after 9-11? When everyone thought, uh, when everyone thought, when everyone thought that there was anthrax or whatever like that. John Wick 5. I wonder how they just knew about that and he was like never charged. Also, uh, you know, which, which why are conspiracy theories an exclusively right-wing thing? You know what I mean? I think that's so funny. The media, oh, that was before 9-11, Okay, yeah, okay. I remember that. They like shut down the White House, didn't they? I think that, you know, you look at, um, you know, the, this guy was just a lunatic, you know. I don't even know if anyone died. Was Has that been updated? Because they all went to the hospital. I don't think, you know, generally a nine millimeter round isn't enough to kill somebody, you know, unless it's extremely well placed. So I don't even know if he killed anybody. I know there were some people that went to the hospital. I know he got killed by the cops. That story disappeared really, really fast because he didn't use an AR-15. That's what, uh, that's why it, it disappeared extremely fast because, um, he, he didn't use an AR-15. He used a pistol. Three people died. They all died. He was one of them, right? So two people died. One piece of shit died.
Here's Owen Troyer, uh, who was, in my opinion, a political prisoner who had to sit in federal prison in solitary confinement. I'm not saying a nine millimeter won't kill you. I mean, a 22 millimeter, you know, a 22 caliber can kill you. I'm just saying, you know, a lot of times police will unload two magazines into somebody and they'll survive. Ladies and gentlemen, friends and family, Owen Schroyer here, and yes, it's official. I have been released from federal prison. And uh, man, do I have a lot of stories to tell. And obviously, I will be telling you these stories over the course of the coming days. There are a lot of big and fun interviews that I have coming up. I will be making another statement later today as well on the Alex Jones Show. And we got a lot of exciting stuff in the very near future, but... Just so everyone knows, this guy was uh, is a journalist and uh, was uh, sent to federal prison where he sat in solitary confinement for January 6th related charges, even though he never entered the building. Never entered the building. I just want to take this time to thank everybody for your prayers. Thank everybody for all the mail and the books that you sent me. I was able to read 15 books in my 47 days in prison. The majority of my time spent in lockdown, if you can believe that. But I believe God wanted me to have this experience. I had to see the full prison experience because I learned a lot and I've realized that there's some things that we've been missing when it comes to fixing our country. And so I'm gonna be talking a lot about that. But there was one particular Bible verse that stuck out to me when Paul and Silas were imprisoned and they talked about praying. And the prayers shook the foundations and caused an earthquake that caused the prison doors to be open so that they could get out. And I believe that happened to me not only once, but twice. Your prayers shook the prison doors open so that I got out of the special housing unit known as the shoe on the inside or confinement. It's the prison inside the prison. And then your prayers once again caused the earthquake that opened the prison doors for me to be released today after serving 47 days of my 60 days. I will tell you, freedom is great. The one thing I learned immediately, never take anything in your life for granted because you never know when it can all be ripped away from you. But the fresh air, the open world, I'm back. He went to federal prison <clears throat> and never entered the building. Not once. You know, not once did he enter, enter the Capitol and they put him in prison for uh, capital related charges. I don't know, Owen. I don't even know. I'm, you know, I don't necessarily agree or disagree with anything he says. What I know is that he never even entered the Capitol and he went to federal prison for it. That's what I know. And that's why I support him. You know, 
that's you know that's ultimately you know i don't know maybe he's got some wild opinions that doesn't really matter to me um you know their, their opinions he's allowed to have those by the way did you know that um the u.s government just got busted this is a story from yesterday uh, you w working with both Apple and Android to spy on United States citizens using push notifications. Unidentified governments are surveilling smartphone users via their ash apps <clears throat> push notifications, a U.S. Senator warned Wednesday. In a letter to the Department of Justice, Senator Ron Wyden said that foreign officials were demanding the data from Alphabet's Google and Apple. Although details were sparse, the letter says uh, lays out another path in which governments can track smartphones. Uh, just so people know, push notifications like when you get a text message or you get an email and your phone goes like boop boop and it says you got an email or maybe DoorDash sends you one or something like that. Apps of all kinds rely on push notifications to alert smartphone users to incoming messages, breaking news, and other updates. These are audible dings or visual indicators users get when they receive an email or their sports team wins a game. What users often do not realize is that almost all such notifications travel over Google and Apple servers. That gives the two companies unique insight into the traffic flowing from those apps to their users and puts them in a, quote, Unique position to facilitate government surveillance of how users are using particular apps, Wyden said. He asked the Department of Justice to repeal or modify any policies that hindered public discussions of push notification spying. In a statement, Apple said that Wyden's letter gave them the opening they needed to share more details with the public about how government's monitoring push notifications. Quote, in this case, the federal government prohibited us from sharing any information, the company said in a statement, now that this method has become public, we are updating our transparency reporting to detail these kinds of requests. So who knows how many they get? You know, you ever like talk about bread or talk about that time you went to Key West or talk about the, the you know, talk about um, uh, football and then, or talk about like uh, cinnamon buns and then you're suddenly seeing cinnamon bun ads you ever get they did this has that ever happened to you the justice department declined to comment on push notification surveillance or whether it had prevented apple and google for or google from talking about it quote or i'm sorry wine's letter cited a tip as the source of the information about surveillance the staff did not elaborate on the tip but a source familiar with the matter confirmed that both foreign and u.s government agencies have been asking apple and google for metadata metadata related to push notifications, for example, to help tie anonymous users of messaging apps to specific Apple or Google accounts. I'll give you an example. Um, f you know, f for an example would be like, um, uh, you know, they're using it. So they use signal, right? There's end-to-end -end encryption. But the government sees that, um, you know, um, Big Money Hustler 420 Blaze It user on Signal is sending these messages, but they they want they, they can't get Signal to comply with a court order to give them their messages. So then they'll say, okay, um, well, we need to know who's sending these messages. It's an anonymous app, but they're saying 
you know, I like Donald Trump or, you know, maybe something more heinous, like, you know, I'm going to commit this crime. And then they'll use push notifications. They might send a push notification to your phone or signal sends a push notification. Suddenly now they know your exact location. They know who owns the phone. They can find out who's paying the bill for the phone. Even though signal didn't betray, even though the signal didn't betray them, you know, uh, Sig Signal app didn't portray the end-to-end -end encryption. It's an end-around. Uh, let's say somebody's like, um, they, the government finds out that you're like a serial killer. And then they'll like, you know, look at push notifications to your phone and figure out your location. These are these are things that like most people would probably understand if there was a subpoena. But we know that they're just probably using this for everyday citizens uh, who, you know, say things they don't like. I mean, we saw FBI agent Elvis Chan in the San Francisco office regularly emailing Twitter, um, you know, having meltdowns about, you know, everyday random users uh, that he didn't like, um, saying something about Trump or this, that, or the other thing. I think it's fair to say, I mean, go ahead and look at the LinkedIn of many of the leadership positions at, um, you know, Google, Facebook, Instagram, uh, uh, TikTok, and how many people were our former Secret Service former Homeland Security, former FBI, former CIA running these companies. Like the freaking former, the guy that's running Bud Light is a former CIA agent. How do you think he got that position? And then, and then, and then Bud Light just happened to push Dylan Mulvaney on people. I'm not, I'm just saying that's a, that's one way to think about it. Obviously I can't prove that. Now, the source declined to identify the foreign governments involved in making these requests, but described them as democracies allied to the United States. The source said they did not know how long such information had been gathered in this way. Most users give push notifications little thought, but they have occasionally attracted attention from technologists because of the difficulty of deploying them without sending data to Google or Apple. Earlier this year, the French, a French developer, David Lebeau, said that users and developers were often unaware of how their apps emitted data to the United States tech giants via push notifications, calling them a privacy nightmare. This even made it up to like the normie reporting sites like Deserto. U.S. Senators says multiple governments are tracking you through push notifications. I mean, I, I can't say that I'm surprised at all, right? I've often said like having a self, you know, having a smartphone is making a trade. If you're a big privacy person, like the best you can do is like put a VPN on there and try to be really careful, turn off push notifications, you know, things like that. There, there are like best practices, things you can do. Um, but really maybe, you know, going back to a flip phone is a huge step forward. Um, you can still text message. You can still call on it. I've thought about it a lot. But you know what, like, to me, maybe this is like too blackpilled, but like, I don't care because I've, I've got so many like devices and smart devices and this, that, and the other thing, you know, I'm screwed. You know, the government's going to be able to track me any way, any way they, any way they want. You could use burner phones. You could use, you know, track phones and stuff like that. If you want to be, you know, you know, kind of better 
less, you know, less tracked, but you know, your real name's generally still tied to that. Hey, slow it down there, Doc Holiday. One comment is enough. You don't need to spam it. Behave. By the way, today's live stream. Um, oh, you only click send once. Okay, I saw that happen yesterday too. Uh, yes, uh, today we are going to do a um, a locals, you know, first big like locals push our locals uh, stream, uh, where we stream. Here's the link in chat. We're gonna stream it. It's already ready. Let's get ready, ready. I've got it loaded up. We're gonna play it. Wait, where's the sound? Hold on. I think I muted it before, but I don't know why it's hold on a sec. Hmm. That's odd. That's very curious. By curious. Ah! There it is. Holy crap. So you're gonna want to be over on. Uh, you want to today would be a great day to uh, come hang out on locals. There's the. Uh, let me put the link. And shout out everyone who's here. By the way, you can join the locals by. Um, you know, I never. I just try to do a little something extra, a little extra. Uh. You can join the locals by clicking the basement here below the video or below the chat. There's also join the quartering locals community. You click on that and then, uh, well, they changed this. So it's, it's five bucks a month or you can get two months free if you do the annual, but it goes directly to supporting the channel. Hoping, hoping we can get 17 new members of the basement today. So go on and click that basement. Join my locals. <clears throat> We're going to do that. We'll do some uh, sweet video game rocking out. The basement is like my OnlyFans page. OnlyFans page. Yes, that's true. Um, okay, so then... Tucker Carlson's interview. Oh, did you see Elon Musk replied to me yesterday? Most of you... Most of you probably know that. I see no love, new new diver. What do you mean? Um, the uh, I I put out a tweet yesterday saying think about how much 
Letting Alex Jones back on X would make the machine rage. Tagged Elon, tagged Elon Musk. And he replied to me saying, we'll consider in general, since the platform aspires to be a global town square, permanent bans should be extremely rare. Also, if he does say something false on this platform, then community notes will correct him. Whereas that would not have been the case elsewhere. I, that's a big agree. That's a big, big, big agree. Community notes is actually pretty good. I have to say that it works pretty good. Mark mentioned you in his video today. Oh, Mark, uh, Mark Dice. Jack Decker says, like to reduce the federal government just to departments of defense, state and treasury. State's first amendment is for, oh, the state's first amendment is for you. Link to the first podcast interview. There you go, Jack. Check that out. So yeah, he replied, it'll be interesting to see if he, if he actually does go through with it. What do you think, you know, in chat one, if you press one, um, one, do you think he'll actually do it? Because I don't know if he's put out a poll or not. Let's see. He said he was going to, but he also said, he also said, um, he also said like a year ago that amnesty was coming for everybody. I don't think I still, I, I don't know if he's going to do it. I mean, here's my thoughts on it. Um, what's up hat man. Um, how invasive is Streamlabs to your Twitter account? I don't know. I don't use it. Um, I would say this. I think there are three likely reasons why Alex has not been allowed back on Twitter. One, we talked about yesterday. Elon's just being emotional. Um, it's possible. In fact, up until yesterday, I would have said it's the most likely scenario. Reason number two would have been that big time advertisers like Disney and Apple said that if he lets Alex back on, they're going to pull their money out. That said, uh, they have already done so. So there's really no reason to be afraid anymore. The third reason, which I think perhaps could be the most likely, uh, says that is that the Google Play and Apple iTunes stores have said that if they, he allows Alex back, that they will remove X slash Twitter from their app stores. I think that that is probably the most likely threat uh, that Elon got in terms of you know keeping Alex Jones banned. Wait, Elon Musk sucks, Jeremy. Sorry, but Elon sucks. I wish you'd stop talking about hearing me sucks. What? I, I mean, I've been very critical of him. Uh, you know, there was a time in which I was definitely rose-colored glasses about Elon, but to pretend that I'm like dick riding him or something like that, that's not fair. I definitely criticize him. You know, I think that, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think that, I don't think that it's likely that the only reason, you know, that he hasn't allowed Alex back is because of, you know, dead babies. You know, his, his original reason is that he doesn't want to let anybody on the platform who's profited from the loss, the death of children. 
okay, that's fine, but then ban CNN, ban Fox News, ban the Washington Post, ban the New York Times, ban um, any any mainstream media outlet that runs ads when they're covering school shootings. I mean, nobody ever calls these people out, right? CNN's happy to... I, I guarantee you that they crank up the ad rates during mass casualty events. So if it was just about profiting from the death of children, then why does Planned Parenthood have an account on Twitter slash X? You know? So I, I never really bought that as a reason of uh, in terms of why... Uh, Alex was not allowed on Twitter. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping he really does. Uh, he really does respond and put this, put it out. Now I haven't seen. Hmm. I haven't seen anything. I mean, he's been using Twitter a good amount. But I haven't seen any more replies. I haven't seen any more replies. Yeah, so we'll see. Oh, wait. He did reply to a poll. He replied to a poll five hours ago. Is 90.1% with 36,000 votes. And he replied, interesting. So, I get it. You know, I think... I think that, you know, Alex doesn't really need Twitter, to be honest with you. Like, he just needs people to keep platforming him. Like, he just he just really needs... Uh, he really just needs people like Tucker and, um, you know, big Twitter accounts to bring him on and publish his interviews and things like that. He doesn't necessarily need his own Twitter account. I don't think that many of his viewers spend a lot of times... A lot, many of his viewers, I, I probably don't think they, they spend a lot of time on Twitter. I just have a feeling. I actually don't know what the average Alex Jones viewer looks like because I've met a lot of them and they're all over the map. You know, like I, I've met them, you know, they're middle-aged guys, they're young guys, they're, you know, I'm sure there are women that watch this stuff. Like I don't, you know, I don't, uh, I don't know who that is. Now, to be fair, okay, the person asking this is Alex, who is like, you know, an Elon, you know, he's an Elon's inner circle. Um, oh, wait, what did he reply interesting to? The video or the poll? The poll. Okay. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. I do like uh, seeing the quarter and get some 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 play. I mean, I don't think it's translating to much of anything. They published this a uh, ninety minute interview yesterday uh, on um, X, or I'm sorry, yeah, on X. I watched probably the first thirty minutes of it, but I didn't see the We're Brian the Stelter Demon video. So let's see this. I want to see the Brian Stelter Demon video. So there's a lot that's true about what you said. How did you perceive that? The rest of us just made fun of him. Now, once they started the censorship and the platforming, remember back then they would deny it. Oh, yeah, we're taking people off air, but it's not censorship. Now they admit, no, it's censorship. We're doing this for your own good. So he was really the face of that, and he was working for the head of CNN that was really in charge of it. It later came out. 
uh, CNN currently is not in charge. They've handed it completely over to the Justice Department to quarterback, as Congress reported a few months ago with the documents. But at the time, Brian Stelter and his mini-me, uh, Oliver Darcy, his Popeye were going around calling up and harassing my sponsors, taking sponsors away. Uh, and they were going around and, and organizing big tech uh, to, to take uh, not just myself, but many other people offline. And so he was destroying our free speech. He was taking our sponsors. But it's crazy. I just want to restate. You are not promoting race hatred. You're against race hatred. You never have promoted that, ever. You're Where's not promoting the violence. Video? You've never called for violence. And you've never even called for breaking the law. And so that's why there's so much anger there, because I remember the day I did that and a few other clips that went viral. I showed all the stuff he was doing, but then the, the media attacked me and just click, clicked it out of context. But still, it reverberated with Look at oh, that. Oh, did not include it? Oh. I thought there'd be an actual... Oh, here it is. So the come, come in my face. He is a degenerate sack of anti-human trash. I pledge before my heavenly father that I, 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 that I will resist them every way I can. These people are the literal demon spawn of the pit of hell. Look at him. And you know what? He is better than you if you keep letting him run your life. He runs your kids. He runs the schools. He runs the banks. This guy, this spirit, this smiling, leering devil that thinks you can't see what he is. I love he it. He is your enemy. Period. All the narcissistic devil worshiping filth. <sighs> I see you, enemy. I see you, enemy. Enemy. Yeah. enemy. You are my enemy. And I swear total resistance to you with everything I've got. Enemy. Disingenuous, fake, false, broke back, twisted. A defiler, a betrayer, a backstabber, a devil. You don't think I don't see you, Stelter? <laughs> I see you. You understand me? I know what you think of me and my family. I see you right back. You understand that? You understand that, Stelter? <laughs> I only watched that several hundred times. Um, and I laugh every time, but I also, there's something to, if Brian Stelter had absolute power, would you and your family survive? Of course not. You wouldn't. You'd be, of course not. And yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's, um, Stelter is, you know, he is, he's got weird pedo energy, at least in my opinion. I'm not saying he has pe pedophiled any kids. I just said he has pedophile energy. I'm not saying he wants to have sex with kids. I'm saying it just, he, to me, he, had, he looks like maybe someone who does. I, I'm not saying he ever has, or, you know, I'm just saying, it's just my opinion. And he also, by the way, you know, um, Brian Selter is like 10 years younger than me. It's very weird. It's very weird. I mean, that was like when, yeah, to, for the context, the context of that was that Stelter was like going directly after his sponsors. Look, you know, the thing about Alex is, is this. I've had him on my show and I will always, Alex is always welcome on my show. I, that doesn't mean that, that doesn't mean that I agree with everything he says. 
when we talk about the Sandy Hook stuff, which is what everybody carried, which they finally got him. That's how they finally got him, right? The what he said about Sandy Hook, you know, was heinous and wrong. Okay. He has said that. He has paid dearly, losing his sponsors, being deplatformed. I mean, why why do you gotta bury a man twice? You know? But that's what they did. They the, these idiot, um, these like court systems that uh, seek simply to do um, to to try and bury his business, you know, gave a, how many? What was the actual number? One point five billion dollars or something like that. They they thought they thought that we would be okay with. 1.5 billion or a billion dollars um because some of his lunatic fans um posted heinous shit on the victim's parents facebook pages first of all i i don't think that he should be responsible for having an opinion at no point at least from what i have seen did he ever say hey go do this hey go harass these these people now if you know, if he was, I mean, Sandy Hook wasn't the reason he was deplatformed. I agree, but it was the finally the one that it was the it was the reason they gave. I definitely heard. No, I know what he said about Sandy Hook, um, and the crisis actors and the the false flag and this kind of stuff. But people genuinely think that Alex Jones was the shooter at that event. Like people think he did that because of that lawsuit, whatever it was, a billion dollars or something. What is that going to do? Is that going to bring your dead kids back? Did Alex Jones ki kill your kids? Why was he getting? Why did they give you all that money? Well, that money was to bankrupt his entire organization. It wasn't to get any level of justice. You know, it wasn't about it wasn't about justice. It was about um, punitive actions, and you know, it, it, it's it's wild to me. And uh, people are allowed to to believe whatever they want to believe. I mean, if people believe that it wasn't real, I think that you're. I mean, I know that you're allowed to believe that, and you're even allowed to say that. That's the First Amendment. You know, and because. Because Alex, you know, by the way, Alex literally predicted 9-11 like, with eerie accuracy, like insane accuracy. Have you seen this old clip? This is at like 2.30, right? Or they happen. He has called it and he's done it on tape again and again to the point where it's a meme on the internet. Alex Jones, profit. Not conspiracy nut, profit. But when you dig into Alex Jones's predictions, they are so spot on that it's remarkable. How does he do this? We're guessing there's a kind of spiritual sensitivity to Alex Jones. Maybe that's his secret. He was displaying this years before the average person in this country even thought about I thought he played like the that. clip. Now it's pretty obvious to most people that, that the, the current war going on in- Oh no, I think he shared the clip out in a separate, yeah, here. He predicted 9-11 in detail and on camera months before it happened. 
We know the Joint Chiefs of Staff wanted to blow up airliners, Baltimore Sun, or if you let some terrorist group do it, like the World Trade Center, we know who to blame. And if there was an outside threat like a bin Laden who was a known CIA asset in the 80s, he's the boogeyman they need. We know the Joint Chiefs of Staff wanted to... I mean, you could say he's just throwing stuff at the... You know, he's just throwing stuff at the at the wall and seeing what sticks. Okay, fine. It's possible. Is he a clairvoyant? No, I don't think so. I think he makes educated guesses based on, you know, information that he has. Just like any normal person. Just like any normal person. I had this other story queued up as well. How's ever? What's everybody's plan for the weekend? But when it all sticks, then what? Well, I don't know. I think that's what we find. What we're finding out. By the way, if you um, if you uh are enjoying the show, I do. I am live Monday through Friday, starting at 1 Eastern. I usually go for about two hours. Fridays, I usually dip a little early and do. Um, I finish uh, the stream on my locals. But if you're enjoying the show, make sure you click the follow button down below. Create an account on Rumble if you're just watching. Get involved in the chat. I like when people chat. Buying some cute dresses so you can be a grifter. Smart. Smart. Fundraising video for my niece. Hopefully I'll get that done. Okay, cool. Work two to 10. I used to work the two to 10 shift. I didn't hate it because I could sleep in and get stuff done in the morning and then I could still go out at night. You're going to start re recording the great expectation. Eat some shrooms and build a DeLorean Lego set. Oh, nice. Oh, no, Stradamus, did you get, did it, did it arrive okay? I, I mailed it all out. So I think you... I, th I don't remember, don't say where you live, but I feel like I mailed that one. It was like pretty close to where I live. So it should have been there. You know, I mailed everything out on Saturday. So it should, it should get there. When I was asked if a call for the genocide of Jewish people on our campus would violate our policies. In that moment, I was focused on our university's longstanding policies aligned with the U.S. Constitution. She's coming out. <laughs> I have a date and you better drop at least 250 bucks. Yeah, you got, yeah, better be at least. This was, um, this was a, uh, her coming after basically, you should do, pick a box NES game and do a short video about it with clips, gameplay facts, and how much you pay. That would be a fun series. The, so all three of these lady presidents of these universities testified in front of Congress and said that, you know, calling the, the question itself was, you know, we talked about this yesterday. It was a little weirdly worded, but essentially, um, you know, essentially they wouldn't say that it was even, you know, a code of conduct violation. Middle-aged white women. No, that's not true. Um, the one from Harvard, gay, is a black chick. So now she has been told, University of Penn reportedly asking President Liz McGill to step down. Bill Ackman tweets, one down. All these women are going to lose their jobs. 
I, I just I just don't think that you can, you know, poop. Look, the thing is, we talked about it. It's all about the, you know, the hypocrisy. If these people had, had allowed Christian students to, um, if they had allowed Christian students to chant that, you know, gay, being gay is a sin and you're going to hell and then go to like the, the little like gay community center at Harvard and chant it and then find gay students and chant it in their face, say that they're going to burn in hell for eternity because they're gay. If they had done, if they had allowed stuff like that, then you could actually say, okay, well, they should be allowed to, you know, say what they were saying about Jews, but they don't. You can't go to any one of these woke colleges and critique LGBTQ people. You can't set up, you know, you know, they don't uh, quell anybody. You go in there and you go, you're some pro-life person. You think the university would be testifying in front of Congress to defend some, some students who are, you know, calling abortion, people at abortions, baby murderers. We know that wouldn't be true. You know, so it'd be one thing if these if these universities had a long and like storied history of protecting First Amendment rights of their um, students, but they don't. You know, you know, we just know that. So this this chick, Bill Ackman, tweets one down. This this is the uh, president gay over at Harvard. I don't think they're going to ask her to step down. I just get this feeling. I get this feeling. I just get I just get a feeling. You know, I got a feeling. I got a feeling that that woman does not have to live by the same rules as these other white women will have to. It's just a feeling. I don't know. I could be wrong. I get a hundred percent be wrong. You know, and like, you know, quite frankly, are they going to replace them with anybody better? It seems unlikely. It seems unlikely that they're going to all of a sudden bring in some like based conservative. That's not happening. And, and, you know, and what kind of golden parachute are they getting? You know, they're probably getting some gigantic, um, you know, $20 million to step down. Just like Alyssa Heinerschneid and all these other people at Bud Light who um, stepped down, quote-unquote. I'm sorry, they're on leave of absences. If Harvard asks the black woman to step down, the only possible replacement will be a female-identifying trans male as the new university president. That is the only chance a female-identifying trans male will be the new president of Harvard. Place your bets. I feel pretty good about I feel pretty good about my prediction. Or like uh some it has to be somebody lower I'm sorry higher up on the victimhood stack. They're going to have to be like uh you know from some war-torn country um or they're going to have to be, you know, they're not going to be a white and a, or a man, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that right now. The thing is like Harvard students themselves have turned on the president. So I think that is kind of the final touch. By the way, we're going to be um, streaming 
the Alex Jones game over on Locals. So make sure you join up there. I put the link in the in the chat. Female identifying black trans male. That oh, that's actually higher up on the stack. I think they could be white if they're trans. They could be white if trans. It's a paraplegic trans black Jewish Mexican. I don't think they will hire somebody who's Jewish. Black trans Palestinian. Yeah, that could be. Yep. It's definitely going to be it's definitely going to be, you know, somebody uh individual who made that game Alex um I talked to the people that made that game for uh for Alex about making a game for me and I just don't think I don't have the customer base to support that kind of budget. I'm not saying it's you know, I got a quote, a kind of a general quote on what it would cost. I was thinking of doing like a Legend of Zelda thing. You know, a, a spoof off of that. Not obviously not Legend of Zelda, but a kind of a spoof on that, and uh, and and kind of theme it to the quartering, like fighting against you know a Dylan Mulvaney parody, a drag queen library story time parody. Uh, these would all be bosses and stuff, but the cost is I wouldn't sell enough copies of it like to to make it you know <clears throat> the cost would be like six figures in cost. You know. A Canadian shop teacher could be one. Yeah, somebody with some gigantic Z cups. A beat em up like Streets of Rage. Yeah, I mean, that could be a thing too. But I feel like I kind of wanted to get... So I kind of wanted to do... It is a tax write-off, that's true. I kind of wanted to make it a game that people could... That would be like easy enough for just about everyone to play but also like complex enough. So it's an actual game, not just so people don't think it's like just some kind of lame cash in like um, H3H3 and all that kind of stuff. By the way, I want to thank everyone for tuning in here on Friday. Just a couple of words while we're here. We got more stories to cover. If you're enjoying the show, I'm live Monday through Friday at 1 Eastern. I start. Would absolutely love if you came back next week, Monday for the show. If uh, you're enjoying the show, Please do create a Rumble account. Click that follow button. Definitely trying to get to 200,000 followers. Probably not by the end of the year, but um, hopefully you're enjoying it. If you're a new viewer, if today's your first time, say hi in chat. Um, get to know people. Create an account. You know, I, I think that um, I think that that's an absolutely great way to have more fun than just listening to me talk. I talk to, I interact with the chat. I read the chat. Um, you know, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to do rumble rants to, for me to read it. I have both chat windows open. I have the local chat window open. They're posting pictures of old school Tamaya RC cars in there. And then I have the rumble chat open. Um, and I'm reading both of that. And, um, you know, even if you're normally on YouTube and you just tune in on rumble, I'm glad you're here. Uh, also there's a button below the video. This is only optional, of course called The Basement. That is my Locals community um, where it has, you get direct access to me. Wait, Elon replied to me again. Wait, really? Or do you mean just in, he's replying to me again because of that one time? 
Um, but uh, anyway, I try to add, I try to get five new members a day <clears throat> uh, to join the basement. Right now, we are 17 behind for the week, so I haven't done a good job selling value. So I think I need to do better about that. But it's five bucks a month, and um, there's a live chat that goes on there every single day that you hang out with other members of the community. You get direct access to me. You can send me messages, post in there. I'm in there. I post pictures in there, things like that. And then you also get um, twice a week Rumble's exclusive streams. So today on the Rumble exclusive stream, we will be playing the Alex Jones video game. So if you uh, are in a position to, please do click the basement, support the channel. It's five bucks a month. Uh, or if you do the year, you get two two months free. <clears throat> and support, well, independent content creators. Do you have access to Chris P, Jeremy? Yes, I do. If so, can you ask me to consider non-registered viewers see chat and comments that would encourage people to join and participate? Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that take. Uh, yeah, it's a write-off slide whistle meme. Yeah. In the locals chat, you can actually post animated GIFs and videos and pictures and stuff too. Uh, shout out Connor, base 15-year-old. Right on. Used to be rumbling to pull music. Um, yeah. Now they're posting pictures of turkey coops, looks like. So here's the link to the locals chat, by the way. The local stream. It's also streaming on locals. Easter Sunday. Oh, time for women to run the planet. Oh, yeah, that's right. Will Farrell. Stunning and brave. By the way, yeah, Deadspin also did change. Deadspin did change the article. I saw that. I thought about doing a video on it, and I was like, I don't know if that's enough. You know? Like, I don't know if that's... I don't, I don't know if that's enough. I've made some... I've definitely made some uh, sh some like sh short topics into entire videos, but you know, am I streaming on Twitch? Nope. My daily show is streaming only on Rumble, as well as obviously my local chat too. Stunning and brave. Well, thank goodness Will Farrell has weighed in on complex geopolitical issues and, um, you know, the fate of the planet. I think so. It's super rare. It's, it's super duper rare. Anytime somebody is, um, you know, it's super rare for somebody to say that so something both so stunning and so brave at the same time. You know, I, I don't really know how else to, to point, you know, to I want to celebrate what Will Ferrell has said here. Now, look, I think Will Ferrell, ha Will Ferrell has made some hilarious movies. I don't find them carrying a lot of rewatchability. The only one I rewatch every year is Elf because I think it's a great Christmas movie. By the way, shout out, side note, some Christmas movies you should be adding to your Christmas viewing list. 8-Bit Christmas, I thought was excellent. It's a modern retelling of um, 
a Christmas story where instead of the Red Ryder BB gun, it's a Nintendo Entertainment System. If you are a 90s kid or an 80s kid, the feels, I mean, if you haven't seen it and you're like, I'm going to give it a watch. I'm not saying it's like the best movie ever, but I'm saying it's an absolutely great, wholesome Christmas movie that even, you know, modern day kids, you know, younger kids now could could enjoy. Also, The Fat Man, which is a, a that's a yearly watch for me. It's a Mel, where Mel Gibson, it's like a, somebody, some little Ben Shapiro looking kid hires a, a hitman to go after Santa because he didn't get the right gift. Um, and uh, it is, it's just great. I love it. Um, there's two new Christmas movies to add to your list. Obviously, also Gremlins would be a solid one too, but you've got to be probably an 80s kid for that. It didn't age very well. But anyway, that's a free bonus. The Elf alum played in the uh, played as the head of Mattel in Barbie, this year's box office champion, a nonstop feminist scred. Farrell played along with comedy's mess with the comedy's messaging. It's a loving homage to the brand, and at the same time, it couldn't be more satirical. Just an amazing comment on male patriarchy and women in society, and why Barbie's criticized, and yet every little girl still wants to play with Barbie. Boy, when I read it. I was like, this is fantastic. He later cheered the film's potential impact on society. Yes, I'm not quite sure that I would say it is a society, a societal changing movie. I, I don't really think you could say that, but okay. Um, you know, when I walked onto those sets and saw Mattel was actually letting this happen, I thought, oh my gosh, this could have been a real chance to be one of those zeitgeist things. And a real cultural statement. I mean, Will Ferrell has never, I suppose the more cowbell thing is the closest thing he's ever gotten to uh, a cultural zeitgeist thing. Um, it's an odd take from an actor renowned for playing one man-child after another on the big screen. From old school to stepbrothers, both movies likely couldn't be made in today's woke world. Earlier this week, Ferrell snagged a spot at the Hollywood Reporter's Women in Entertainment Gala and he uses podium time to channel his inner feminist. Quote, forget about the entertainment world. Isn't it time for women just to run the planet? I'm not quite sure he's plugged in, but, you know, women mostly do run the planet. You know, I would argue, but uh, that, you know, that's, that's neither here nor there. The, uh, you know, I think that this is kind of just like this empty platitude I don't hate Will Ferrell. I don't think he's like some kind of insufferable male feminist or anything like that. Um, you know, I don't think that that's the case. I still think his movies can be funny. I think I've outgrown them a little bit, but obviously there are a lot of people that feel like Step Brothers is an all-time classic or, um, you know, maybe old school or some of his other stuff. Um, and he could He could be joking here, you know? I'm not saying that to placate you. I swear, I don't know what else we else to do because we, we men, we've been running the show since. Oh, we men have been running the show since 10,000 BC, and we're not doing so good. So please, can you guys just take over? Later, he pleaded with far left actress Carrie Washington to run for president. Farrell's feminist streak isn't a new pose. He co-created Gloria Sanchez Productions in 2014 to work with quote establish an emerging female comedic talent. Yet in 2011, he took a more lighthearted look at the battle of the sexes. Quote, 
The group Conscious Men, a new movement asking men to sign a document that acknowledges many thousands of years of dominance of masculine power and offers an apology for the suppression of women in the spirit of a fresh start. The group feels that balance and equal respect for both energies will allow for the new wave of the evolution of our planet. This, of course, was a joke. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't really care about about Will Ferrell. I don't really care that he said some, you know, boring feminist tripe. Um, it's, you know, it's kind of a not no. I mean, people are allowed to be liberals. You know, people are allowed to be liberals. That's fine. You just, you know, you're allowed to believe whatever you want to believe. I just think that, you know, uh, ultimately. I'm not sure that's the path. You know, I'm not sure that that's the path that I would take. Of course, we have Halle Bailey now, too, uh, and Rachel Zegler, two of the widest-eyed women on the planet, whining about online harassment. Online harassment. Here we go again, toxic males. You are not allowed to criticize women on the internet, period, end of story. If you do, you will be called toxic. You will be called uh, an incel, a man baby, um, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. The widening, yeah, eyes wide apart. I mean, I'm just saying Hollywood has a type right now and it's like brown and eyes, eyes are running away from each other. Both of these women's eyes are extremely far apart. And like, that's the Hollywood type right now. The widening. Yeah. And they're also un uh, unattractive on the inside. We can argue whether or not you think these women are attractive. I don't. But, uh, well, Halle Bailey's pretty cute. This other chick, her eyebrows are ridiculous. Women, I don't know. I don't get ladies. I see it all the time with these like huge eyebrows. Not, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's working for you. But that said, you know, different strokes for different folks. And by the way, I'll say this. Uh, Jim, Jimma says the same, a similar thing. Like it's not Halle Bailey's job. Or I'm sorry. It's not Halle Bailey's fault that Disney wanted to, to make the Little Mermaid black. That's not her fault. And so I don't support people like going to Halle Bailey's personal Twitter account and calling her a bitch or saying anything stupid like that, right? You want to whine about that? You want to critique that? That's You take that up with, with Disney. The same thing with Rachel Zegler. Yeah, she's a crotch, but Rachel Zegler only took the job. It was Disney that said Snow White needs to be brown. You know, I think that like criticizing them going on their like personal Twitter accounts or whatever and like spurging out about, you know, woke this, woke that. I mean, Rachel Zegler is a little different because she's actually given people a lot of sound bites, you know, like a lot of, uh, you know, give, given a lot. She's got people, you know, reasons to critique them. But this uh, Halle Bailey chick, I, I don't think she's actually said anything like all that offensive. Stop defending them. They took the job. They have their own agency and responsibility. 
Um, I mean, what do you mean? I, I think it's totally fine that they took the job. You expect Rachel Zegler to be like, actually, Snow White's supposed to be white. I'm not taking the job. And then give the job to another brown person that, that uh, Disney wants to hire. I don't know about that. I, I don't I don't I don't think they bear a lot of responsibility for taking the job. Now Zegler said a lot of stupid shit after that. You know, she criticized everybody after that. Game Awards. Um I didn't see anything of note at the Game Awards last night. All the usual suspects won. All right, so it's Friday. Here's what we're going to do. Um, we've covered all the main news topics, and now it's time to have a little bit of fun. So join me over on Locals, and let's play the Alex Jones video game. The link is in the description. I'll give everyone a few minutes to head over there. Uh, if you're a member... If you're not, please consider joining. Uh, it's it's five bucks a month. It goes miles. I know it's I know it's like everybody's asking for the stuff, so it's annoying. I get it, um, but it does help a lot. And so, if you're enjoying the show, please consider clicking join the ba or the basement here and join. Come on over to the the stream. We're gonna play Alex Jones's video game for a little bit. And, um, and, uh, I'm going to continue to try to add value value to people who back on locals, but I'm not going to like locals gate a bunch of content twice a week. We give you something, uh, unique. Did I say something about Saturday? Sorry. It's Friday. Um, so hopefully, uh, you'll join right now and, uh, come on over. We'll do two of these a week. I let you guys pick over on locals, kind of what you want. They asked to play the game. And so. That's what we shall do. If not, we'll see you Monday, right back here at 1 Eastern. The full day of news, I'm sure. Mondays are always our biggest shows. Click the follow button before you go. And, um, you know, I really appreciate everybody. I hope you have a safe weekend, a relaxing weekend. And uh, we'll see you over on Locals in about five minutes. <laughs>